Hi, I'm Josiah Bland. And I'm Grant Billings, and this is Seeker's Start. First episode! First episode of the, the rebrand. The rebrand. What did we used to do? Formerly, formerly, we were known as the Grand Peppy Podcast, a podcast that I had started in a dorm room where I interviewed my friends. Yeah. But and the, someone roasted you, right? I got roasted. My like roasted my socks off. Yeah, yeah. Like you know those Lay's potato chips that say roasted on them. Picture my face on a bag of those, and it just says roasted. I guess it's better than baked. Am I right? I mean, <laughs> come on. But the thing is, is this person was like, I was like, yeah, I, I do this podcast, and and we talk about theology on there because it started with interviews, and then it gradually turned into this like I want to talk about theology type podcast. And I don't even know what theology is, Grant. This per- well, the theology is, is the study of God. Oh. Yeah, and so... The first episode, you got to define terms. Of course. It's a secret start. Well, so then, um, they were like, oh, what's the name of it? I said, oh, the Grandpappy Podcast. And this person says, if I was looking for a podcast to learn about theology, the last one I would click on would be the Grandpappy Podcast <laughs> because of the name. And, of course, they hit me with, no offense, which obviously means you're like, literally weeping, like yeah. I'm just like <laughs> I poured my life into this. I'm like a rude, b touche. True. So that's when I'm not uh, gonna lie. I'd be the first episode or first podcast I would search, but that's just me. You see, if I like looked up theology podcast in the Grand Peppy podcast, I'd be like, that seems very warm. It seems welcoming, like a giant man with red hair is there to tell <laughs> me about who God is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. The last thing we did was this tulip series, and then Josiah and I kind of sat down and we were like, "Hey, let's uh, maybe let's think of a different name where yeah. people kind of see that and they're like, oh, that makes sense. I am a, ste- a seeker. I'm a seeker. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a seeker, seeker looking to start. So let's not bring back the list, bro. Episode number one. Ah, <sighs> here we are. Dang, um, thought I was dead. It's back. Hey guys, um, Romans three ten through eleven. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together, they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. So we're starting to seek or start off hot. Very hot. No one even seeks God. That's a really interesting verse here. Well, I guess that pins the question then, giving the title um, of our podcast, the name. Yeah, what is it? Start. Oh, a secret start. Right. Yeah, secret start. Uh, not the grand. What is a grand? What is a grandpappy? It's a exactly. grandpa. Oh, right. That's happy. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking that yeah. far. But it pins the question: What is a seeker? And a seeker is a person who is attempting to find or obtain something, according to Webster's dictionary. Yeah. So as Christians, we can we have this ability. Um, because scripture is very clear. No one seeks God. Okay. That's that's interesting. What do we do with that? How we say that um different churches are what's called seeker sensitive, um, as if we they are trying to lure in the the lost by doing things that they would like. Um well are the lost seekers? Can people that are lost seek things? Well, I guess that brings back to I mean, to, to some degree, we are all seeking God. Everyone is seeking God. Everyone is seeking something um, that may be um, a God of some sort, lowercase g on that one. Um, I mean, everyone is seeking a sense of comfort, a sense of happiness, um, or something to, to those measures. 
Um, and many will seek for those things in the world, right? Um, yeah. So all with, kinds of stuff. Yeah. So you know, money, sex, uh, drugs, power, alcohol, just greedy things, uh, things that the world has to offer. Yeah. So there's this whole right. Um, there's this idea that because human human beings were created by God, there is this. Uh, we're the Bible says we're created in the image of God. Um, we are created to have communion with God, but Adam and Eve in the garden, they broke fellowship with God. They fell. They sinned against him. They chose um, being like God over being in relationship with God, which is the greatest good for us. Yeah. Um, so they chose that. And in doing that, it caused the separation between God and man. Um, and so we still have this innate desire uh, as human beings, this longing to be in right relationship with God. Yeah. Um, even lost people have this, this something's missing in my life, right? Um, there's something that's just not there there's something that I feel more. like should be. Yeah. There's yeah. something more, um, which in, in turn, like you said, it causes us to look at other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ultimately, as sinful people, we are depraved in our nature, meaning we, we only, we long to please ourselves. Yeah. We just want to please ourselves. We want to do the things that, uh, that we love, which are, in the Bible says, sinful. Yes. Innately, we innately meaning by nature, um, that's what we want to do. Yeah. And so we try to replace that that longing for our Creator, our relationship with a Creator. We replace that longing um, with something else. Mm-hmm. So you say that God, in some sort of way, yeah, lost people can seek God. People that do not have a relationship with Christ do not have. Um, union and right relationship with their creator um, through the, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, um, they are seeking something. Right. Um, and what is causing them to seek after something more is that, that, that thing that they're missing in their right relationship with God. That's what yeah. they're missing. But they try to fill that void in their lives with other things that will, um, that mask that temporarily fill that void. Yeah. I think we can all relate. Yeah. Um, sex, money, drugs, alcohol, you name it. You can try to fill the void, but everyone knows there's something that's not right. Right. I feel like life has more purpose than this. Yeah. Um, you start to feel purposeless, purposeless. Um, but there's also other ways we can fill this void, right? Like there's other ways. So, um, if we're all seeking, God, right? If we're all trying to fill this God-shaped void in our in our lives in some sort of way, some people say uh, there's a God-shaped hole in our hearts, right? Um, why why do people reject the gospel? Why do people reject Jesus? Why do people reject ultimately the true God? Yeah, I think there's a very uh, lengthy list of reasons, um, but I think some of them, one of them being um, a lot of people have issues with the church. Um, people who maybe grew up in a church um, kind of have trust issues with the church. Oh well, well I was hurt by the church. Yeah, and, and, and some some legitimately. Oh, right? of course. Like some people do. The church hasn't always treated everyone right. Right. They haven't treated. Sadly, the church hasn't treated people like Christ. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, and, and so I, rightly. Well, and I think a lot of people, too, they generalize, you know, okay, 
I was I was hurt and I was treated poorly by this church over here in Donut Town, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Donut Town. Hey, why. that's where Dunkin' Donuts started, I think. Really? No. Oh. Uh, so, you know, I was hurt. I was hurt by this church way over here. Um, so therefore, every church is now horrible. Every yeah. church is now bad, and they generalize. And you know, the way that I always look at that is like, you know what? I went to this coffee shop, and that cup of coffee was really bad. But guess what? Not all coffee is bad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, people's issues with the church, and so they they just generalize those things. Yeah, and they and they blame it. They put all the blame ultimately on on God. Well, if the church is like this, then God's like it. Which the church is a representative of Christ, so we have that responsibility to act right. Yeah, absolutely, um, and to follow his his statutes that he's laid out for us in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, people deny that God. I think there's other things. There's other reasons why um, that people would uh, feel like they don't need God or whatever. Right. Um, even though they're longing for something more. They're yeah. longing to fill that hole. I think there's, um, people have issues with, um, with the truth. They have issues with the scriptures. Um, they don't want to believe it. Right. Uh, they have, there is this massive amount of pride that, that people have. I mean, I am a, a prime example of that. I, for a long time, um, I knew what, I mean, I knew what the Bible said. I just didn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I knew who God was. I was raising the truth, but I didn't care. Yeah. You know, it was just like, okay, you're showing me this and this and this, but why does that, why does that matter to me? What's that got to do with me? I don't, I don't love God like that. I'm not trying, and you know, I'll call myself Christian, but in my heart, I'm like, yo, I want to do what I want to do. I love my sin. Um, I love my sin more than I want to fill that. I I love my sin more than I want that, that meaning and purpose and ultimately right relationship with God. Um, I I love my sin more and I think that's the human condition. No, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, you see this a lot, especially kind of in today's um, culture, kind of, um, especially with more of uh, our age uh, type people, um, is, you know, everyone has their own truth. Mm. Um, yeah. And this is this is what I hold on to. And you even see with a lot of, um, quote unquote, new age Christianity, a lot of people will take these things from the Bible, the, the very loving parts of Jesus and, and all the very um, things that kind of tickle our ears and, and take a lot of verses out of context and they'll hold on to those things. And then with a lot of other passages in the scriptures, they kind of pass those by because it's like, well, well, we don't, we don't want this to, to hurt anyone. We don't want this to be really offensive to anybody. So we're going to take all these things that sound really good and very fluffy and, and go ahead and just really ride those things out. Um, and they kind of hold on to those truths instead of taking the scriptures in their context and, and the entirety of the scriptures. Yeah. So there's another way I think that is actually um, probably the most widespread, um, other than the fact that everyone's a sinner and everyone is prideful and everyone has those issues. Right. Uh, obviously, that's the that's innate in everyone. That's mm-hmm. a natural thing for humans um, because of the fall. But I think another reason why people um, they ultimately, they don't want the true God uh, is because they are in religious traditions already. Yeah. Um, they have, they have their God, mm-hmm. right? The Hindus, the Muslims, the Buddhists have their way of, of viewing the world. Yeah. Um, they all have their, 
their remedies for their problem and something that they believe gives them purpose in life. Um, but the fact is that without Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, there is no forgiveness of sins. Right. There's no way to bridge that void. And so what you have is a mask. It's a, um, it's a piece of, of tape that's just placed on that, that hole in your heart. Mm-hmm. And it's flimsy and it's, and it doesn't offer any real stability. Right. And so what you have isn't really, um, something that is going to fill that in your life. Yeah. You have what you, you've been deceived into thinking that that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is it doesn't bring you any, um, redemption. It doesn't save you from your sins. Only the death, the substitution that Jesus was on the cross could save us from our sins. Um, we need a substitution. We need someone to legitimately take our sins for us because we can't pay for them. Yeah. Um, and we need someone, we need the Holy Spirit. We, we need to trust in Christ and he says he'll give us the Holy Spirit. And then guess what that, what, what he does? He starts renewing us. Yeah. He starts causing us to hate our sin. He starts giving us a mission. Hey, go preach the gospel to all mm-hmm. the nations, right? So we have this responsibility as Christians to share the gospel with with others so that they can understand the truth and that they can have right relationship with the with their creator um they were made in his image yeah so they need that's the only thing that will that will bridge that gap um and they will finally find what they what they have been seeking for quote unquote all along um was was him yeah so <clears throat> to kind of transition out of that the scripture that we read at the very beginning, we, we read it, didn't really say anything about it, didn't give us much, much context. So what does that scripture reference mean by no one seeks God? Yeah. So no one seeks God. That's what it means. Literally, no one seeks the true God um, apart from the drawing of the Holy Spirit. So um, by the drawing of the Holy Spirit, you mean like, are we talking like magic marker, like Crayola crayon, or are we talking about like... Just colored pencil. Type <laughs> no. Okay. So that's a good question. Cause some, some people might not know that's, and if you don't, we're about to tell you. So listen up, buckle up, <laughs> bucko. No, so the Holy spirit, um, he has, he works in amazing ways in the lives of humans. Um, apart from God's intervening, um, we are alone in our own sin. We don't want, even want God. We don't care. Um, we don't even do anything good apart from him. That's what this says, what this verse said. It said, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks God. All have turned aside. Together they become worthless. No one does good, not even one. So no one does good unless the Holy Spirit, when I say draw, I mean that he open. he starts working in our, our mind, in our heart to start seeing things a little differently. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's, it's a longer process. Um, Sometimes it takes years and you see someone wrestling around like, okay, yeah, I want this, but I also want this. Mm. I want my sin. I want to be saved. Yeah, but I love my sin. Um, And slowly the Holy Spirit, I've seen it time after time. And especially, I mean, I personally can say this, that he's caused, he's opened my eyes to see who God is and he's caused me to love him. Um, It isn't like you can sit there like, and for anyone that's listening, that's been in church, um, for their whole life, you can, you can open up a Bible and you can read the, the whole thing. Um, and it may do nothing for you. Mm-hmm. Right. 
you may read the whole thing and be like, okay, cool. Close the book. I don't know why I just wasted that much time. Yeah. Um, I felt that way before. Um, but then there'll be that time where you're opening it up and you're, you're reading it. You're looking close and you start seeing something. It starts talking about how God does something crazy. Yeah. Or it starts talking about how sovereign and powerful and in control God is. That's what hit me. That, that aspect, the fact that God is in control of all things that hit me like a, like a thousand tons of bricks. And for the kid who was in church his whole life, it opened my eyes to see something that I've never seen. And what I saw was who God was for real. Um, and it, it just caused my heart to love him for the first time. Yeah. Um, and that's the word, that's how the Holy spirit works. Um, he works and he causes you to see something. Sometimes the Holy Spirit brings you to a point where you are desperate for something. Like, like my cousin Billy is a good example. My cousin Billy struggled with, um, with drugs for a long time. And he, whenever he was back in uh, his hometown where he used to live, uh, it came to a point where he was struggling so bad. He, he called out to God, God, you've got to save me or I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, and and my cousin Billy grew up in a very similar environment as me. Went to church his whole life, just like me. Had a different, uh, he had different life events happen and everything like that. But he he was he knew the scriptures. He knew everything God says. He knew who that Jesus died for him and paid for his sins and all that. Um, just didn't hit him, and it didn't hit me either. But the Holy Spirit was drawing and working and causing us to see, uh, and then finally bringing. It, some people have to be brought to their knees. Yeah. In desperation. Oh, absolutely. And God opened his eyes and he saw, and he's just like, just like what happened with me. I love God, man. And I can't stop talking about it. (laughs) And I can't stop telling other people about it. Everyone thinks I'm crazy, but Hey, yo, when you see it, you can't unsee it. And that's the work of the Holy spirit. And that's the only thing that can, that's the only thing that can cause that sort of change in someone's heart. Yeah, of course. Um, when he draws, when he, he draws you, when he draws, it's like a fish. It's like a fishing. He's like, I don't know what a fishing pole and you're out there fishing and you throw your, your line in and you're reeling in. That's like, he's drawing you in um, and he's pulling you to himself. And once you get there, once he brings you there, it's, you can't unsee it and you love him. Yeah. At that point you are a defenseless fish out of water. Yeah, but you you, you want to be there. Nothing. But you want to be there, dude. You're a fit, but that fish wants to be there. Like your fish that you catch, they're begging for their life. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're not begging for your life when the Holy Spirit draws yeah. you in. You you're thanking him. Once he and, draws you out of the water, now you can breathe air instead of water. He gives you nostrils, bro. You are now a a a joyful fish. <laughs> I hate you, bro. Not a joyful fish, but a joyful oh, fish. I, see. I don't know. I don't fish, so I don't know all the cool fish. It's not even a real fish. It's too bad. Dude, that's actually an inside joke with me and my fiance. Dude. Well, and when she you... hears this, she's going to laugh really hard. Dude, honestly, I, no one else is because... No. Her, her siblings will too if they listen okay, to it. Like five they, people. They were there for it. All right. So the four of you that will enjoy that joke, myself being one... Because I'm going to listen to this. Me being gonna, none. See, I'm going to listen to this later, and I'm going to say, ah, that's me. I'll enjoy that joke. Past me. Um, so then, what does it mean to become a seeker after God has opened our eyes to to see him 
and to understand His Word. Um, and and we've got some some scripture passages here um, that we want to go through where, where the scripture just talks about um, being a seeker and and being commanded to to be a seeker. Yeah, Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen it says you you will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. Um, so yeah, seeking God with your whole being. Yes. Um, as if your whole life was counting on it. Yeah. Right. Um, I think, and I do think it's that important um, yeah. that we come to that Absolutely. understanding. And I think it's that rewarding too. Um, we, we, we see God, dude, it's, it's nothing like it. Um, there's, there's nothing better than understanding that you have sin in your life, um, that you need a savior for. Um, and when you, when you see that savior and what he did, you see what Christ did on that cross for the sins of, of, of you. Mm-hmm. And when you recognize, yo, that's, He's paying for my sins, That's bro. Me. That is me. You want to seek him, man, because who would do that? Right. Only God. Only God would do that for you. Yeah. Only God would send his son to take his wrath upon himself yeah. that we deserved. Um, that's intense. And I think that it's such a good, um, like, we have, to, we have to seek that with our whole hearts um, because we want to. Yeah. And... Right? And yeah, it's it's not like it becomes a chore. It's like, oh, now I have to seek after God and I have to, you know, I'm dreading to to find out who he is because it's so hard. No, your your spirit just leaps with with joy being able to to do so. Um so yeah, and then moving on to Matthew 6:33 says, "But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." Um so like you were saying, it's rewarding. You know, these things will be added to you when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yeah. Psalm 27, eight, you have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek, seek his face. Like personally. Yeah. That's personal. I want to know him. I want to know who, who he is. I want to know what he has said to me in this letter that he's given me in the, in the Bible. Yeah. Um, I want to know everything that I can, uh, because honestly, the more that I've gotten to know God, the more that I've loved him. Yeah. yeah and Hebrews eleven six says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Yeah. He rewards those who seek him. I mean, kind of the same thing that that Matthew verse was talking about is that these things will be added to you. He will reward what are, those. What are rewards? I think that some of the rewards that we get, first of all, we get to know the creator of the universe. Yes. We get to know him. We and, get to be in relationship. And that's not even like, just think about like, we, our sins get paid for. We, we get to know God. He helps us in this life to kill our sin and to love him more, which is yeah. the most glorious thing we could do. Yes. Um, to glorify him with our lives, which is our greatest joy in life. It's the, what it's what actually satisfies, not just like all these other um, things we can try to satisfy ourselves with. Um, and he blesses us with heaven where we get to dwell with him and he, and he glorifies us too. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. The Bible says he glorifies us. Um, so, and we glorify him. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's it. That's uh, what a reward. Like we can't even imagine. And the problem is, and the sad part is that because we are always seeking all these other things, we think that these things on earth are more rewarding um, than the rewards that he gives, um, which is tragic. And it's so sad because you like, you look back, especially if you're a Christian, um, I can look back and say, wow, man, I feel like I wasted 
so much time in, mm-hmm. in my life, um, even though I'm still young. But it's like every Christian, when they get saved, they're like, man, I wasted so much time yeah. on all these other things that don't matter. But now that we know, it's like, dude, I got the reward, man. I right. got I got relationship with my God. Um, and he gives me so much hope and love and peace and comfort. Um, it's it's amazing to see and how he works in our hearts to love yeah. him more and to live according to what he has told us to live. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, when, when we are, our eyes are open when, when God has, has saved us from that, he allows us to seek him at that point. Yeah. He allows us to. So when we do seek and causes us to, yes, he causes us to. So then when we do seek him, we find him, we find him in the scriptures. He reveals himself to us in his scriptures, in his holy word that he has given to us. So only when we say seeker start, Grant, um, we're talking about Christians. We're talking, yes. and we're talking about people who have real questions about what's going on because we believe that God is is drawing people. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that people are are Christians right away, mm-hmm. um, but God is is working on hearts of people um, who are in causing people to seek Him. Yes. Um, it's only by the work of the Holy Spirit that anyone seeks anyone, as we saw in this verse, that no one seeks God. Yeah. So, um, yeah, seek God after, seek after God with all your heart mm-hmm. um, and, and continue to join us here on this podcast as we uh, do the same thing. Yeah. We hope that, uh, we hope that this is helpful for you guys. So thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.